Welcome to Stepping Into the Light with Julia Treat, a weekly podcast devoted to helping you open up to your own unique abilities so you can receive loving and supportive messages from your loved ones, angels, and guides. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me again. Today's podcast is a follow-up from last week's podcast. Last week's podcast is called Connecting with the Angels, and that was from Chapter 2 in my book, Stepping into the Light. Today I wanted to follow up with the next chapter in my book because it kind of um, goes together very well. Chapter 3 is called My World Turned Upside Down. After 9-11, my husband expressed interest in going over to help with the war effort. He had been retired from the Air Force for a number of years and had already been retired for a couple of years when we had met. It's funny. I remember telling him on our wedding day something like, I'm not cut out to be a military wife. In hindsight, I can't help but wonder if there was my own intuition trying to give me a heads up. As time passed, Scott's desire to head over to Afghanistan grew deeper and deeper. I found myself in tears even at the mention of it. As much as I tried to push it aside, it just never went away. He would watch reports on television and I could see that there was some sort of burning desire to be over there with his comrades. His feelings seemed to get stronger and stronger, and the day I had always dreaded finally came. Scott told me that he needed to go to do his part, that he had such a strong feeling that he was supposed to go to Afghanistan. I knew he had been stationed overseas during his career in the Air Force, but that was before, before I knew him. I was devastated and began sobbing. I begged him not to go and reminded him that we had just started our beautiful life together. I just got out of school and I'm building my career. And you have a great job close to home. And we just bought this amazing new house, I pleaded. Although I tried desperately to convince him not to leave, I somehow knew it was something he just had to do. He notified his superiors and told them that he was volunteering to go over to Afghanistan. My heart sank. The love of my life was leaving to go halfway around the world, to a place of death and destruction. I was terrified for him and found myself feeling abandoned, rejected, and completely alone. I was angry that he had just decided to go, yet I held that in and sheltered him from my true feelings. Maybe if I would have started kicking and screaming and demanded that he not go, we would still be married. But even that wouldn't have stopped him, I'm sure. He was destined to go so that he could grow and learn whatever it was he needed to as I would do the same in his absence. I know that now, but at the time, I felt totally lost. 
It was done. He had volunteered, and now all I had to do was wait. Wait for that dreadful day when we would have to say goodbye. That day came six months later. It was time for Scott to go, and there was nothing I could do. We drove to the airport and said our goodbyes as tears flowed down both of our faces. I find tears welling up even now as I recall that horrible day. It's so difficult to find the words to express what was going on inside of me. But the pain was almost unbearable. As he boarded the plane that would take him to his new home for the next year, I felt as if a death had occurred. There was an emptiness in my heart like nothing I'd felt before. I watched his plane take off into the sunset and did the only thing that I knew to do. I called on the angels and asked them to keep him safe. With my husband halfway around the world, I found myself filling my days with as much activity as I could. I guess I wanted to make the time go by as quickly as possible and felt that if I kept busy, it might go by quicker somehow. I hired a personal trainer and began working out three days a week. I started painting the inside of our new home and enjoyed getting the space ready for our future. I worked diligently trying to build my private practice as I continued to work for different agencies. As I worked on building my practice, I began to learn new modalities. I was always eager to learn and was excited to offer different things to my new and existing clients. I heard about a weekend course being held in Pennsylvania. The content being offered was right up my alley, so I signed up to attend and booked my flight. What I thought was yet another routine trip to learn some new things and receive some continuing education hours for my speech pathology degree would actually become a huge turning point in my life. By the time my trip to Pennsylvania rolled around, my husband had been gone for several months. Although we were able to talk often over the phone, my heart was still hurting terribly. I would put on a brave face as we talked about what was going on in our lives, but inside, I was gradually falling apart. I didn't want to say anything to him to upset him, as I knew that he was in a far worse place than I was. I remember thinking how selfish it was of me to still feel so rejected and hurt, but it was the truth. And I was still angry that he had left in the first place. I obviously had a lot of stuff that I had to work through, but I guess I just wasn't ready to. I still wasn't able to find my voice and say exactly how I felt. That was a pattern that I seemed to have my entire life. I would never speak up and say exactly how I felt for fear of hurting someone else. 
Good grief. That really screwed things up, believe me. It finally came time for my trip to Pennsylvania. I'd never been there before and couldn't wait to see something new. I remember being in awe as we passed over some of the most beautiful landscape I had ever seen. There were endless mountains with beautiful trees. It was fall and the leaves had recently begun to change, allowing the trees to show their amazing colors. It was absolutely breathtaking and reminded me of the hills of South Dakota, where I had grown up. Oh, how I missed the mountains. My plane landed, and I made my way to my hotel. I knew that several of my colleagues, whom I had met before, were attending the same conference, and I couldn't wait to spend time with them again. They were a fun and lively bunch, and I was in need of a lot of joy and laughter. We found each other at the hotel, and our fun-filled weekend began. It was a decent-sized conference with a couple hundred people in attendance. There were many familiar faces and lots of people that I didn't know. While attending the conference, I made some new friends who lived in northeast Pennsylvania, smack dab in the middle of the endless mountains. We became friends quickly, and they invited me up for a visit. When I returned to Kansas after the conference, I couldn't wait to book a plane ticket, and I did so within a few weeks. One trip turned into many more. I began visiting Pennsylvania periodically and found myself falling in love with the area. After the third trip or so, I began feeling a longing to go back and couldn't wait until I was able to visit again. I was drawn to the area for some reason, and at the time, I didn't really know why. Yes, it was quite beautiful and reminded me of my childhood in South Dakota, but the pull to go there seemed like it was about so much more than that. I didn't realize it at the time, but the universe was getting me ready for some major shifts, shifts that would bring me to where I am today. As the time grew near for my husband to return home, I found myself getting so excited. My feelings were similar to how I felt when we first started dating. I was full of excitement and eager for us to be together once again. We had continued our weekly phone calls, but nothing could compare to being in each other's arms. Oh, how I couldn't wait to begin our life together. We'd only been married for two years when he had decided to go to Afghanistan, and I had just graduated from graduate school. It seemed like we were just getting started, and I couldn't wait to see what the future would bring. Nothing, absolutely nothing, could have prepared me for what happened next. My cloud nine was about to disintegrate into a million pieces my upcoming weekly call with my husband would change everything. Scott called at his usual time. 
We talked about our day, and I filled him in on everything I was doing around the house. I had painted several rooms and had begun decorating some of them. I told him about my plans for each room and asked for his opinion on all of my ideas. Our conversation was light and loving, just like always. As our talk started to wind down, my husband dropped a bombshell. I'm thinking about signing up for another year, he said. I was stunned, and believe me, there was dead silence. I couldn't believe what I had just heard. Tears began welling up in my eyes, and I felt like my heart had just been ripped apart. How could he not want to be with me, is all that came into my head. I choked back the tears and started asking why he wanted to do such a thing. It really didn't matter what he said, because all I heard was, I don't love you enough to come home. Yep, that was my sick ego telling me lies, and I believed them. I was angry and hurt all over again, but this time it felt so much worse. Once again, I refused to tell Scott my true feelings, but this time was different. I wasn't holding back out of fear or hurting him. I was pissed off, and I was just going to wallow in my own ugly feelings for a while. Somehow, I guess I thought that he would notice and just decide to come home. But all it ended up doing, as you will see, was to lead me to a place of victimhood, self-sabotage, illness, and lots of other bad stuff. I had felt restless for several months, and after hearing that my husband wanted to sign up for another year, I knew I had to do something. I couldn't imagine going another year without Scott by my side. I felt more lost than I had before, and I was ready to make some changes. I'm not just going to sit here and wait till he's ready to come home, I told myself. But what was I going to do? I began calling on the angels for help, and I would often cry out in desperation. Please, angels, show me what to do. Show me where to go. I need your help desperately. As I prayed to the angels for guidance, the pull to Pennsylvania grew stronger and stronger. I didn't know why. Maybe I just needed a new start. Maybe I was running from something. Or maybe I was running to something. I didn't really know what was going on, but I knew that my life was not where I thought it would be. I didn't sign up for this, I would often scream. What had happened to my perfect life? After things had sunk in for a few days, I decided to take a trip to Pennsylvania once again. Maybe another trip to those beautiful mountains would give me some sort of insight. All I knew is that I always felt better after being there, 
so I booked another ticket and headed to the Poconos the following month. My trip was amazing. I saw so many friends and I had a wonderful time. I drove around the nearby towns and looked at properties at a nearby lake. My trip had shifted from just visiting to looking for somewhere to live. I felt myself longing to be there in those mountains and I didn't want to leave. Again, I didn't know it at the time but everything was being orchestrated for me from above. There were things going on behind the scenes that I wasn't aware of. My guides and angels were steering me forward toward my destiny without me even knowing it. I was being called to those mountains where I would be tested beyond my wildest expectations. The endless mountains of Pennsylvania would prove to be sacred ground for me. They would hold so many of my tears, breakthroughs, defeats, and triumphs. Those mountains would help me get to the other side, the other side of grief, disgust, guilt, self-loathing, disease, and even rock bottom. Those mountains would prove to be the catalyst to my true awakening. Thank you so much for listening. I hope to meet with you next week. I will be covering the next chapter, the next part of my story. God bless each and every one of you. Namaste. Thank you so much for listening to Stepping Into the Light. If you like what you heard, please share this podcast with your family and friends. And be sure to visit Julia's website at juliatreat.com to sign up for monthly cyber swag including meditations, rituals, readings, and lots of other life-changing stuff straight to your inbox. It's free.